0: What up, friend? Hey, my name's Amanda Davison. I'm the founder here at A Wife Like Me. We are here to encourage and equip you in your walk and journey as a wife. I am so excited for our episode today. I'm excited for our episode every single time. But today we have our friend Michelle Barringer with us. She is also on our writing team, so you can check her out on our blog at awifelikeme.com. And she's also on our podcast team. She's a writer, speaker, blogger, Gallup-certified stranger coach and a full-time learning and development consultant. And on top of that, she has a website, michellebehringer.com. She's on social media, Michelle Behringer, and she wants to equip us women here at A Wife Like Me, and she specifically is going to be talking to us today about what it means to fear the Lord. Um, You've maybe heard that in scripture, maybe you've heard people say that phrase before, and you've thought... That's kind of weird. Why would I want to be afraid of God? It's not actually what that means to us and our understanding of it. So she's going to unpack that, what literally this looks like. And I just pray now that as she shares her heart, that you would feel the presence and the awe and wonder of our God. Let's listen into what Michelle has to share, and I will uh, be back at the end to share some thoughts.
1: Hey, friend. Before I begin sharing, I really want us to pray together because this is a really powerful and important topic we're going to talk about today. Please pray with me. Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done right here, right now. Fill these moments with you, Jesus. Reveal yourself to us, for you are holy. Help us to encounter you. There's no one like you, no one who compares to you. Help us to know you, Jesus, the one who is holy and true. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Okay, true story ahead. Every time the Lord has me prepare a message for him, he takes me to a place where I meet him, a place where his presence is. And this message is no different. As I've been praying and thinking about how to explain what fearing the Lord really means, I keep coming back to holy. I just finished listening to Michael W. Smith's song, Agnes Day. Every time I listen to the song, it brings me right back to the moment I experienced the fear of the Lord in a hotel room. It was the day before my 38th birthday, February 5th, 2002. That evening, Jesus took me on a surprising journey. It wasn't the birthday experience I was planning, that's for sure. You see, my husband and I were planning to go to a bed and breakfast the next day for my birthday. Instead, Jesus had me pack my bag and leave my husband. And my three kids. I was so hurt that day because once again, my husband, in an argument on the phone, used the D word D as in divorce. I was so tired of him threatening the D word every time we had a conflict. It hurt deeply. I longed for so much in my heart and in my life. What I thought I longed for the most, love and acceptance from my husband, and no more D word ever again, I discovered that wasn't my longest, my deepest longing and, and deepest desire. From 4 p.m. to midnight, a battle raged fiercely. I was personally being fought over in a tug of war between the devil, In Jesus, the Lord fought hard for me that day. After hours of agonizing battle, exhaustion really set in, and the Lord led me to a hotel room. Earlier that evening, he had me purchase a few birthday gifts for myself, which isn't uncommon for me to buy my own gifts, but this was unique. He had me buy a Bible, a CD player, and two Christian CDs. One was Michael W. Smith's 2001 worship CD. After hot bath, I lay on top of the bed in the darkened hotel room. I was so tired I couldn't even move. I was so sad, and my heart was so troubled. I was so lost. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to be Michelle anymore. As I listened to the music, song after song began soothing my soul, and then Agnes Day began to play. At first, the music contained a sweetness that filled the space, as if someone had lit a fragrant candle, and then something shifted, then expanded, and finally exploded within and all around me. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb. You are holy, holy are you, Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb, worthy is the Lamb. You are holy. I collapsed with utter awe of the Almighty God. His holiness filled everything, every hurt, every hole in my heart filled with His holiness and His love. Tears burst from my heart and shot out my eyes. I was beholding the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world and every pain that we have, even the D word. I was experiencing Jesus' holiness. My hands covered my face, shielding myself from his holiness. There were no words, just a physical and spiritual manifestation of awesome and beautiful. Terrifying at the same time, not a terrifying in a violent way, but majestic. I was full of fear of the Almighty God. He's holy. Humbled, I slid off the bed, still covering my face, tears flowing. I was crying so hard, I dropped to my knees. I just knelt by the bed. My head was just hanging low because I was rocking back and forth with my hands over my face. I just knew who was in my presence. I knew who was filling the room with himself. I knew who was enveloping me. Pure holiness surrounded me. And then my hands couldn't do anything but just raise up and they shot up and so did my face and I just began praising our holy God. Hallelujah, for the Lord God Almighty reigns. He is holy. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Friend, there was a time in my life before February 5, 2002, that I knew Jesus was holy. I had been a Christian for 30 years by this time. I knew he was holy, but I didn't know he was holy until February 5th, 2002. That night, I experienced the fear of the Lord. I experienced his holiness in my heart. I understand it now. I understand what fearing the Lord means. I experienced it. It's holiness. There are so many people in the Bible I understand More now because I understand the fear of the Lord and because I experienced the fear of the Lord and his holiness. And one of those people in particular is Moses in Exodus 33 verses 18 to 23. Moses and God were having this intense conversation. And I can say I've had a few of those myself. So I just love this conversation. Moses desired God's presence so much that he said, now show me your glory. But God knew his holy presence would be too much for Moses. I love what God did for Moses, though. Let's listen in on their conversation. And Moses said, now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you, and I will proclaim my name, the Lord In your presence, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I pass by. Then I will remove my hand, and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Wow! Like Moses experienced the Lord's holiness, I did too. There's a reason I covered my face. When we experience the Lord's holiness, it's terrifying. At the same time, it's awestruckingly wonderful. Is awestruckingly even a word? I don't know, but it's awestruckingly wonderful. There's no escape, but you don't want to escape. You want to melt into Him. You want to open your eyes to look, but you can't because He's too holy. You want to see His glory. You want His complete presence in every part of you and all around you. That's what Moses wanted. That's what I wanted. That's what we needed. That's our deepest desire. Jesus' complete presence, his complete holiness and love, a deep delight in being given this moment in his holy presence, is awestruckily wonderful. The spirit of the Lord, the fear, that that whole spirit filled with fear, fearing the Lord, it's really an overwhelming reverence for God. Fearing the Lord is complete surrender to His holiness. It's understanding that God is holy. We don't just understand it intellectually, but spiritually in our heart. Fearing the Lord brings a sense of awe and dread and worship that causes us to just full-on worship Him in awestruck wonder. Fearing the Lord is the beginning, friend. It's the beginning of our knowledge and understanding. Without the fear of the Lord, we don't know as much as we need to know. We can't possibly understand who our God is if we don't understand His holiness. Like I said before, I'm not talking about intellectual understanding. I'm talking about spiritual understanding. Like Moses changed in that moment of the Holy God passing by him, being in His Holy Presence, when Jesus does that in our life, it changes us too. Just thinking back to that moment in the hotel room causes me to cry in total wonder. I've experienced the fear of the Lord, His holiness, so many times since that day, and every time I respond the same way, cover my face crying with tears of complete awe, soaking in his majestic presence and letting him show me his glory, if even for a second. The fear of the Lord brings us to our knees. We're not going to be able to hold back our tears. We will shudder in his presence. We will be humbled, but sweet friend of mine, when pure awe envelops you, you will melt in his complete holiness. It's breathtaking and beautiful. The fear of the Lord really means we know Jesus is holy. When we experience it, we might be shocked, amazed, stunned, terrified, astonished, intimidated. We might be wonderstruck. But we will know what the fear of the Lord really means when we have that kind of knowledge and understanding of who Jesus is. Let us behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's our God, friend. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Lord Jesus, fill my friend. Bring your presence to her in your mighty, holy name. Amen.
0: Thank you, Michelle, for sharing with us. I love your heart and I love hearing your voice. I love reading your words over on the blog, but it's fun to hear your voice today. So thank you for sharing with us again, ladies. You can find Michelle Beringer at michelleberringer.com. She is linked in the show notes, so you can find her in that link. But I love what she shared. Proverbs 1-7 declares the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. The fear of the Lord is where knowledge begins fearing god is this reverence it's this awe and that this awareness of who he is produces this response this heart response of surrender it gives us this desire to want intimacy with him to engage in his will to surrender to the holy spirit living inside of us and say i'm all in in light of who you are and what you've done for me i'm all yours and that's what this verse is saying that this fear this holy reverence of god the almighty is exactly where we can begin to understand his ways it's where we have an experience this intimacy with him because we in seeing how mighty and powerful our god is i see how not mighty and powerful I am and it desires it creates this desire in me that fuels this desire in me to want to do his work here on earth and um, I just I love that picture Uh, there's no amount of self-discipline that can produce that holy fear of the Lord this beautiful picture of surrender that we where we fall to our knees in light of who he is. And this is just this beautiful place. So I, I just speak that over all of us listening, I would pray that that's the women we would be that we would want that that we would say, Lord, I want to be in awe of you, I want to be overcome with your goodness, your glory, your power, your holiness. I want to see you. I want to be overcome with your goodness and power. I want to know just how big you are because that is this beautiful place again where we begin to grow. And so ladies, if you want that, you simply say that. You simply declare that to your father. He is inside of you. He is alive in you and you get to tap into his presence that is already there as a believer. And so I'm just um, excited. I'm excited because there's so much more that we can grow as we become in tune more and more of his goodness and his glory. Um, so I just thank you for listening today. I pray that this was beneficial and encouraging and share this with a friend. You know, one thing that actually has been sticking out to me and that the Lord has been showing me is that I've been spiritually tired. In the last few years, I hadn't even noticed it. And if you are on, uh, f- if you follow a wife like me on Instagram, I interviewed Jeannie Cunyon on her new book, Don't Miss Out, and I shared my story on this. Really, the Holy Spirit showed me that I have been spiritually tired because the Holy Spirit has been neglected in my life. And I think this is part of this. I mean, um w- there's this holy reverence and awe of God, but also, ladies. His power, to understand that his power is alive in us, it sets us, it's like this, um, you know, immediate powering charge of energy because we recognize that he's in us already. We just get to move out of the way and have him control and guide everything and uh it's exciting and so uh, i encourage you to go check out that interview on instagram live but ladies like this is an exciting time you are here in this generation for this time, for his purposes. And I just pray that you feel that encouragement, that excitement, that energy, because it's not on you. The Holy Spirit is alive inside of you doing the work. You get to surrender to it and you get to play a part. You get to partner with God himself in the work that he wants you to do. So I am just cheering you on today. If you have any questions, if you have any, uh, anything that you need from us, from myself here at A Wife Like Me, just shoot us an email, info at awifelikeme.com. Uh, friends, share this with someone that you know needs encouragement, or maybe you don't know, like myself a couple years ago, just send it to someone. Um, we love you, and we will be back next week.